my biggest question for you is how do you break in as a wedding planner? Now that was an email I received from Rebecca Smith here in Las Vegas and we are going to jump into that today. Hello my friends and welcome back. My name is Andrea Eppolito, celebrating life, luxury, and above all else, love. I love this industry. It's really the only thing, once I discovered the events industry, the wedding industry, I was about 15, so we're going back 30 years ago, there was no blueprint in terms of how do you be a wedding planner? Do you go to college? It wasn't really a thing that was discussed. It's still not discussed as a real, you know, reliable, relatable, possible pathway to what I'm going to call quote unquote critical success in the industry. And there's good and bad. On one hand, you know, we don't have anyone giving up us a stamp or a sticker saying, okay, you're a real person, go on out there and start your business. And, you know, for some people, they need that or they want that. And you can go and get a lot of little certificates. It's fine. What I love about the fact that we have flexibility and we have fluidity is that we as creatives have the opportunity to build whatever type of business, whatever type of lifestyle, whatever type of schedule it is that we want. We have the freedom to say, this is the kind of world I want to live in. This is the kind of work that I want to do. And this is how I want to do it. But when everything is an option, how do you start? So we're going to go through some of the very, very basics. This is not just for breaking into wedding planning. This is for photography. It's for floral. It's for design. It's for video. It's for anything that you really want to do. Step number one is really spending a lot of time with yourself and writing out what it is that you want to do. A lot of people say like, I want to be a wedding planner. Okay, what does that mean? Because some people say they want to be a wedding planner, but what they really want is to be a designer. Other people say, I want to be a wedding planner, but they really only want to do day of, or they really only want to do luxury. So I would say sit down and first of all, write out what you want your life to look like, what you want your lifestyle to feel like. Think about how much time you want to spend in an office. Think about how much time you want to spend face-to-face -face with clients. Think about how much money it is you want to make. And then think about the kind of work that you want to do. For me, it was I really want to be present with my family. I really want to be a hands-on mom. I really want to spend a lot of time with my husband. And I really want to make a certain amount of money in order to enjoy a very specific lifestyle. But I didn't want to work with a ton of people. I wanted to be able to get deep and be emotional and be really present for my clients. I wanted to be able to do a lot of production. I wanted to be able to do a lot of design. When you sit down and you look at all of that on paper, it was very clear that I only ever wanted to do luxury. I didn't want to do day of because that turn and burn, that kind of frenetic energy was not for me and it, it wasn't something that I loved. I didn't want to do it because I didn't want to be out every single weekend. I didn't want to do it because I didn't feel like it really tapped into my skill set. I have a girlfriend who lives for day of. It's her favorite thing in the world because Monday through Friday, she's all in with her kids. And on Saturdays and Sundays, she can go and she can execute a wedding for six to eight hours and be super passionate and super present and feel like she did exactly what she wanted to do. So step number one, know who you are, know what you want to do and get very clear about who you're serving. 
Step number two is to make sure that you set up your business as a business, especially in the digital space. So what does this mean? It means that you buy a domain. I don't care where you buy it. I don't care if you buy it on Squarespace, if you buy it on GoDaddy, but you have to own a domain name. You also need to have an email that matches that domain. I don't feel like somebody is hyper-professional if I get Andrea Epolito's flowers123 at Yahoo. Andrea's florals at Gmail doesn't really feel like a whole exciting thing. AEF wedding planning at AOL doesn't feel like a real legitimate business email. And emails are cheap today. So you absolutely have to go and buy your own dedicated business email. Once you have the website and the email, you want to make sure that you have digital real estate on every social media platform that comes up. You want to have your business name on Instagram. You want to have it on TikTok. You want to have it on Lemonade. You want to have it on YouTube. You want to have a podcast. Hell, I even have Andrea Epolito on OnlyFans. Why? Because it's digital real estate and I want to own my name in every market. And before you get on Google trying to see what I am selling, nothing. I just have the name. Because your business needs to be searchable, reachable, and you want to make sure that nobody else is leveraging your name, your business name, your company in a way that you wouldn't be comfortable with. So the minute that you have anything, you have to get your name everywhere digitally. Next step is we need to make sure that you are set up legally and financially. Make sure that you book a meeting with an attorney to go over your contract. I cannot tell you how many people I see try to download contracts. I have, I have a course out. It's called the Business Blueprint for Wedding Planners. It's been out for years. It's the 10 things you absolutely need to do to start your business. Do I give you sample contracts in that course? Yes, I do. Do I also mark them up and tell you, you need to go and see a lawyer? Yes, I do. Because you need to understand the law for where it is that you live and where it is that you operate. You also need to make sure that you have a dedicated business bank account, that you have an accountant who explains to you what money you're spending that is personal, what money you're spending that's your business. You should have a business credit card. You want to have all these things. Now, you're sitting here listening going, but this doesn't tell me how to get my foot in the door. Well, what is the point of getting your foot in the door if you screw up once you're there? Because you only get one shot. So what I'm really telling you is before you go to market, make sure that you are set up properly as a business, legally, economically, and digitally. These are the three things that you really need to have because when you show up to the community, when you show up in front of a potential client, when you start going to market, these are the things that are going to create a sense of trust. These are the things that are going to let people look at you and say, okay, this person is a real business. And when you're asking about how do you get your foot in the door on wedding planning, this is a place where we struggle as a community because people don't always take us seriously. It's a place where, especially when you're starting out, you can be viewed as a hobbyist. And so if you want to get your foot in the door and if you want that door to open widely, 
to accept you, you really need to make sure that you are setting up yourself and your business in a way that it operates properly. So you have a website, you have an email, you've got your digital, you've been blessed by a lawyer, you've got a bank account. Great. What do you do next? You can invest time, you can invest money, but getting your foot in the door, you really have to invest both. So the first thing I'm going to say is once your business is set up, you really want to go and get a listing on The Knot and Wedding Wire. This is where you want to invest money in a great ad. This is where you want to pay to be on as close to the top or as much on the first page as you can. Why? Because number one, again, it creates a sense of trust. Number two, you don't have any name recognition. So people don't know you exist. This is how they find you. This is how they understand who you are. This is where you just get the eyeballs that are going to start pushing to your social, to your website, that are going to give you traction. I have no problem saying I started my business. I got the paperwork within two days. My website was up that day. I put an ad on The Knot and Wedding Wire. The next day, I got my first lead and I closed it and I got my first booking and I never looked back. So nobody was looking for me. Nobody knew who Andrea Eppolito was. Nobody knew what I stood for. I had had zero to show. But I got my foot in the door because I put myself in a place where people were looking for people like me. And I really understood who I was talking to. So the words on my not ad, the pictures that I was able to create and show, the things that I was able to share, let somebody feel like, well, she has a website, she has an email, she has a listing on the not, she must be a real person. And that got my foot in the door. It, it gave me the opportunity to book photographers and florists and venues. And now all of a sudden, I wasn't somebody who was like, oh gosh, I really hope to someday be a wedding planner. I cashed that first check and now I was a professional. So you absolutely need to have a listing on the knot and on wedding wire. So that's where you're going to invest your money. The other thing you need to invest is time. Every single day, you need to be going to market both online and in person. So how do you do those two things? Online, you need to be posting to Instagram. You need to be posting to TikTok. You need to be writing a blog. Now you're sitting here saying, I have no work to share. There's nothing that I can post. That's not true. You can post your process. You can post your excitement. You can give your opinion. You can give your opinion on wedding trends. You can give your opinion on starting a business. You can give your opinion on celebrity weddings. You can talk about your favorite flower, your favorite color combinations. There's so much that you, if you love this industry, there are literally an unlimited number of topics and things that you can talk about because naturally just who you are in your soul is somebody who loves weddings and who loves events planning. And so every single day you should be up talking to the universe, to the void about the things that you love every single day. You need to be online. You need to be posting. You need to be writing. You need to be talking. You need to be showing video. And don't get discouraged when it doesn't happen quickly. It takes a long time to build a community. But if you're in it for the long game, if you're in it for more than just cashing the check, 
This is your foundation. This is, and you're not going to be good. We all suck in the beginning. I still suck at some things, but you all, you still have to get out there. And this is where you hone your craft. You need to be going out and meeting people in your community one-on-one. I'm not a big like buy your way into things or on lists or anything like that, but you do need to create a presence. So in your local community, whether it is a WIPA chapter, a NACE chapter, a local you know, wedding planning community, whatever it is, you need to start going to mixers. Let people see your face. Talk about how excited you are. Don't play it cool. Nobody wants to wait three dates to hear anything from you. Don't play it cool. Be excited. Don't be jaded. Be super motivated. Let people know that you love their venues. Let people know that you love their work. Tell a florist specifically. Don't just turn around and be like, I love your work. What does that mean? It means exactly nothing. But take a minute and look at their Instagram and say, you did a red rose and calla lily bouquet the other day that I thought was one of the most beautiful and dramatic pieces. And I just want you to know that it spoke to me. People will respond to that. And even though you're saying, well, how does a florist help me or how does this, everybody helps you because this is a community. We are all in it together industry. And so once you start making friends, once you start making connections, now what you really need to do is you need to leverage those in the form of a styled shoot. So you sit down with a florist you love, you sit down with a photographer you love, you sit down with a videographer and a venue and you say, I really want to do this. What can we do together? And now you create content that allows you to show your vision, your style, how you work. It also lets you kind of do a test run with someone else to see how do they manage stress? How long does it take to turn around photos? What does it feel like to load into a different venue? How does the video look? And you create content that you're sharing, the florist is sharing, the venue is sharing, the videographer is sharing, and suddenly between the content you're creating on your own, the messaging that you're putting out, the styled shoots, and the collaborations that you're working on with others, and your paid ads, you will now start to have and develop a name for yourself. It does take time. It does take effort. Nothing in this industry comes easy. But I promise you, if every single solitary day you wake up and say, I'm going to put something meaningful and something important out into the wedding space today, I guarantee you that you will build a business, you will build a community, and you will put yourself on a path to doing really great work. This was actually a fun and exciting opportunity to talk about how people can get their foot in the door in any place in our industry. If you have any other questions, please go to andreaepolito.com slash ask, send them in. I actually love getting them and I love responding to them and hopefully we will get to talk again soon. Thanks so much. Bye.